gentlemen to the high button podcast if you or someone you know would like to advertise with us here at the high button podcast make sure to email the high button at gmail.com here at the high button we have a wide range of guests a wide range of category we have a huge reach here in the maritime so remember if you or someone you know would like to advertise with us make sure to email the high button at gmail.com What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the High Button Podcast. My name is Justin Belanger. Once again, thank you very much for tuning in here with us at the High Button. Today is Thursday, August 15th, halfway point of August. Summer's wrapping up. We got to get out there. We got to do something. Like I said yesterday, you're going to be in the winter. You're going to be shoveling. You're going to be pissed off. You're thinking, what was I doing August 15th? I could have been out there doing something. I could have been taking a hike. I could have been learning how to catch a fish. I could have been. What else do you do in the summer? Throwing a Frisbee. All that good stuff. Get out there. Do something. Uh, Today on the podcast, very excited about this guest. Always excited about anyone that's playing NHL caliber hockey. Uh, We've had Matthew Highmore on the podcast before. I'm pretty sure he was one of our first NHL guys. I think. Liam O'Brien was another early pro guy. And then Highmore was up there last summer around this time. I think was his first time coming on the podcast. Uh, We ran into each other again at the Jordan Boyd Memorial Tournament. Uh, We shot the shit there. Said you got to come back on the podcast before you head off to Chicago. He said he was more than willing to come on. He messaged me a couple days ago. Uh, We chopped it up and we we came up with a date. And that date is today. Uh... Highmore had a rough year this year. I'm not going to lie. He told me himself uh, in first person. He had surgery this year. It knocked him out of hockey uh, for a little bit. He only had 12 games played this past year in the AHL for the Rock uh, Rockford Ice Dogs. And he's looking to make a comeback. When you have injuries as a young athlete, it can, men- it can mentally, I think, mess with you. You know, you don't really necessarily want to take it too serious. But for the most part, you're just wondering, when are you going to get back to the NHL? When are you going to be able to be in the Chicago Blackhawks organization? I know that's what I would be feeling if I were in his shoes. But I know Matt has a strong mental. He will be back. He will be there. And he's a fantastic player. Not to mention, you have some of these guys that are trying to make the jump that might not make the jump. He's already been there. He's already been to the show. He already has two goals there. He's already played 13 games. He's already been among the players that are in that dressing room. Patrick Kane, uh, Jonathan Taves, Patrick Sharp. I don't know if Sharpie was there actually when he was there. Nonetheless, Seabrook, all those boys. So he is definitely of this caliber. And above all else, hockey aside... Uh, Matt's just a great guy. You know, he's always that guy to come up, shake your hand. He always asks how the high button's doing. He always offers uh, his help if he can do anything, if he can reach out to teammates so that they could come on the podcast. So hockey aside, you just have to realize that this guy, he's a good person. He's always a great storyteller. When he came on last, on last time, he was uh, very professional, told some great stories about 
how we made it to professional hockey undrafted these undrafted guys that go to the show very fascinated the, their work ethic and their determination and their persistence in order to make their dream come true it, it fascinates me i love this type of shit it's amazing so sit tight get ready this is the high button podcast i am justin we're talking to high more you know what comes next here we go All right, and we're going. Hi, Moore. Matt, how are you? Good, thanks. How you doing? I'm good, man. Summer's wrapping up, but I'm still happy. <laughs> yeah. like nothing, there's no depression creeping in. I'm still loving it. It's coming. Are you enjoying the summer? Yeah, you know what? It's been uh, it's been really good. Been, yeah. a long, been a long, long summer. Um, I'm not used to kind of being home for three, four months. Three, four months. And, uh, you know, I haven't had that in a long time, but uh, it's been good and uh, looking to get back at it. So it was uh, a shoulder surgery is what you had. Yeah. So basically the rundown on that is... Jump into it. Yeah. I mean, just a general, because there's so many scientific words, but uh, basically what it was, was a total reconstruction of my shoulder. Um, It's not the the name of it. It's called a ladder J surgery, but basically what they're doing is making it stronger than it was. Just, you don't have as much movement. So that was no fun. You know, we're, we're sitting in a sling for seven, eight weeks. Um, I was on my couch. <laughs> There's some dark days, man, but uh, shoulder's good. Yeah. I know when, <clears throat> like, when I ever hear about NBA players and when they get an injury on the yeah. leg and they're, they're almost nervous to jump again. And hockey, like, a shoulder's a big part of it. Like, do you have any, like, second guesses when you're training right now in the summer? Or is it, like, you're 100% confident with it? Well, it's funny because this is my second time going through uh the second time yeah so i did the first time um it just didn't stick we didn't have a it wasn't the same surgery but i had it when i was 15 um or yeah 15 going into my uh, 16 year old year in st john and um it just it it just gave away and that's you know sometimes that's the way it goes just erosion and and whatnot but um yeah i mean it's my second go around so i kind of know what to expect um is there apprehension? Absolutely. But I'm lucky that I got a couple games at the end of the year. And yeah. um, I'm, I'm 100%. Like, I feel yeah. really good. I can do everything. Um, you know, I'm playing golf. I'm, yeah. You know, I'm doing everything that I need to do and want to do. And so I, I, I'm ready to go and excited to not only test that out, but test out all the work that I put in because um, I've been in the gym since December. Jesus. <laughs> it seems like you're just eager. Like, you just want to get out there and play. You're like, enough sitting yeah. around, enough golf. It's like, I just want to get back to Chicago and get going. Yeah, and you know what? The, the summer's been great because I've been able to, you know, hang out with my friends, uh, family. You know, it's it's all those things, and that's been fantastic. But I'm starting to get the itch here um, within the last couple of weeks that I just want to play. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I feel like I'm I'm close to where I need to be. Yeah. So that, that that's making me feel like I got to get in the action. And honestly, you know, I'm a competitive guy, and... Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had a club championship uh, at Brightwood, and not to go into to it to it too deep, I, I played terrible, <laughs> but the whole thing was competition, and I loved it. You know, I practiced every night for you know ten days going into it, and um, you know it's just something that I miss. I miss the battle. I miss con- competing. So, do you think that was a, a character trait in you since you were young playing hockey? Was the competitive edge? Because most kids, when they're playing hockey, they just they do it to have fun. Maybe their parents want them to be there, you know, maybe because they have friends there and they're playing the game of hockey. But do you remember at a young age, you're just like, you're trying to stay humble, but in your mind, you're like, no, I want to win right now. Yeah. Well, 
Because that character trait can last a lifetime. Well, exactly. And I think that, you know, from a young age, my parents knew that I hate losing. Um, you know, I, I was probably a sore loser when I was younger, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah. I, until you learn how to lose, you know, you don't know how. So, you know, I, I'll kind of give you a story. I mean, I guess back in the day, we were playing Go Fish at home. And it was just like my family and uh, my sister was playing, my parents. And um, I knew I was going to lose. So I just 52 card pickup, threw it everywhere. Just so I wouldn't lose. So that you know that I think that that's something that you know ever since I was five six years old I just do not enjoy losing, and that's just the way it goes. Okay, well I'll give you a scenario where you didn't necessarily lose, but when you went undrafted, did you have that almost same feeling as losing Go Fish? Just the same, just yeah, like what the hell? That's a that's an interesting question because you know I've never really thought about it, and I'm sure I'll kind of look back on it and say you know what this is what brought me to where I am today but when I when I didn't get drafted I was like oh that's a kick in the ass you know what I mean like that that sucks and nobody you know I guess it was kind of a loss because I, I wanted to get drafted just like any other kid and I still um, want to get drafted yeah you never who know. doesn't want like, yeah. I, would love, I would love to go back and get drafted <laughs> you know it just uh, it seems like such a big deal so yeah that, that was kind of a loss but you know I guess when you lose you got to get back up somehow so what's the motivation right away like, I remember when I was 16 and all my friends were getting drafted to the queue. I didn't get drafted at all. I had a trampoline in the back. And I remember just bouncing on the trampoline like, fuck, Justin, now what do you do? You know, I remember I went and played high school hockey. From high school hockey to major midget and then major midget to the queue or to junior A. And then I got called up to the queue. So it was like a long road. But I remember as soon as I saw all my friends get drafted, there was just a moment of me sitting there in my room thinking, okay, what are you going to do? You're going to sit here or are you going to go try to do something different so what was your immediate reaction was it like let's go to the gym let's go shoot pucks was it sit and soak in it for a minute I think you know it may or may not be something that I'm proud of but I think I kind of dwelled on it a little bit too much because it was such a big thing and I was like oh my god like this is the time I'm gonna get drafted and that just didn't happen so probably didn't take it the proper way next year I had a tough year um confidence was hit yeah you know, it's just one of those things I always knew that I could do it. So it wasn't that I ever gave up. <clears throat> it was just one of those things that I just, I couldn't get over. It just hurt so bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, eventually you get out of it. And I, I, yeah. but I, I was, was going to yeah, say, ahead. I don't think there's anything wrong with sitting in it. Cause you got you want to remember that feeling, yeah. you know, like if you remember that feeling, remember that hurt the next time you're in the gym, just remember that feeling and be like, all right, we'll remember that and push towards something different. So I don't think there's anything wrong with, yeah. kind of sitting in it well exactly and i mean i don't think that it changed the way i trained or went it on did. the ice okay. um it was just one of those things that i just carried around and it was like an extra layer i was like man this sucks like what are you doing <laughs> like, yeah but you get out of it yeah. and you know it's just like anything you, you continue to look at your goals and um i think for me i have such a great support system that i how so Who? just so <clears throat> Obviously, my family, my friends, um, I kind of keep it a, a tight circle. And uh, my trainer, Alexi Pianozzi, actually, he's, uh, he's kind of the one that probably got me out of it. Him and I have been together now, I guess, 12 years. And so basically anything I need to bounce off someone, he's the person I go to. So um, you'd pr probably credit that one to him. Wow. Yeah. Even though he's in Pittsburgh, you just text him, give him a call? <laughs> well, you know what? He's... He, at that time, he was with Moosehead, so oh, I would see okay. him, and I was in St. John, so we'd see each other a whole bunch. Yeah, and uh, you know, we're, we're good friends, and we talk every 
I don't know, a couple days. I mean, now in the summer, like I see him every day. Yeah. He's probably sick of me, but <laughs> is know. he over on the ice with you guys? Not on the ice, but does he go to the, to the BMO over there with you boys? He doesn't know. He's just strictly in the gym. And, is he? Um, yeah. I mean, it, I can't say enough about him. He's been, he's been fantastic for my development and not only as a player, but yeah. as a person and, um, you know, certainly credit a lot to where I am today to, to him. Um, I want to talk about where you've uh, been training on the ice this summer. You're with Sid and Nate and all those boys right now. What's that been like? Obviously, that's the best sheet of ice in the world right now. What's it? Uh, what's it feel like to be on that ice every day? Yeah, it's uh, it's nice. It's first of all very challenging, and I mean I think that that's what you want in a summer skate. Um, you know, you go out there and you see how competitive those guys are. Um, Nate, Sid, Brad, um, you know, those guys, we, we played two on two, three on three at the end of the game, at the end of practice, and nobody wants to lose. You know, we're like, okay, one more game. Like, no, <laughs> so it's like it's, that. It's like one more game because yeah. that's wicked. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's exactly what you want in a summer skate. And um, those guys are great guys, and they just go out there, work hard, work at their craft. And, um, you know, I've had, I've had a bunch of fun out there. They, uh, you know, they welcomed me, and um, I'm glad that I can be out there. Don't lie. When you're, have you gone one-on-one with Sid yet in the corner? <laughs> uh, probably not. You haven't? Yes, I don't you have. Th- I don't think so. I, honestly, I'm not real sure. You're just like, you just don't, you don't even realize who you're going against? You're just kind of just out there, and whoever it is, it is? Well, I, yeah, I guess. I mean, you get out there, and you're like, well, all right, I got to try and beat this guy. Yeah. Whether or not you do or not, you know. It doesn't the, well, matter. the question was the the strength of some of these guys, yeah. like the down low strength and how you're trying to get the puck off them. You just can't move them, especially oh, when they're in the corner. Yeah, no, and I mean, strong, quick. Yeah. You know, it's exactly what you think of an NHL player, and you know they're they're there for a reason, and um, you can't move them. You, so what do you do? <laughs> well. <laughs> You know, it, it's a battle out there because you're, you're thinking, well, you know what? Can't beat them for strength. Probably can't beat them for skill. Got to somehow stay in a pocket. You know what I mean? Like, you, you can't can't reach. You can't do this. So, it, I mean, it's just like playing games in the, in the NHL. You just read and react. Um, for me, I mean, I don't think that there's one thing that you can point out and say, oh, hey, you poke check them. You don't do that. But, you know, it, it's a read and react thing and until you're in the – in the space, you you don't know what to do. Do you think uh, how long have you been on the ice for them now? Like a month? Uh, yeah, it's probably going on about three three weeks, something like that. Have you noticed anything in your game these past three weeks that even just a little bit of edge that you've seen uh, increase? Maybe it's speed, strength, uh, quickness when you're accepting a pass. Any, any little detail that you think of you've improved with? I think it, just overall being sharp. You know, yeah. you go out there and you're like, well, okay, well, I, I've got to be sharp because everybody else is going to be sharp and we all expect to to go out there and have a good practice and you know miss very few passes obviously you're going to miss some but go out there be sharp do your thing um you know for me i think because i only played 10 or 12 games last year yeah. it was all about getting up to speed and uh i feel like i'm i'm starting to make strides there just playing at top speed instead yeah. of you know going out there and making sure i don't make a mistake now it's you know going out trying to play at the speed and if you make a mistake so what so what's it like going to the United? Is the training camp at the United Center, or do you guys at the practice arena? Practice facility. Although, um, I mean, there's there's stuff at both. Yeah. It just it kind of flip flops. And this year, I think there's a lot of preseason games because they're going to to Germany. Uh, Are, do you know if you're going yet? I don't know. Obviously, something I'd really like to do. And yeah. I think that you know, if you you go over there, you're obviously close to making the team too. 
Um, we'll see what happens. I mean, I think there's always the option. There's always the chance. Um, you know, I feel good about where I'm at. And good. We'll, see. well, if you're saying that your shoulder is 100%, it sounds like you're in the best shape of your life. Was yeah. that an accurate statement? I, I would say so. I mean, last year I went into camp in the best shape of my life. But this year, you know, I've just had so much time where, you know, I was wearing a weight vest for two months because I couldn't hold anything. And I just, I, I just think that now it's a different kind of probably proper shape, you know, to, to be able to play. and uh, Hockey shape. Yeah, hockey shape, especially yeah. with these skates. I mean, these skates are doing a world world of good for me because they're, they're up-tempo and, um, you know, conditioned. Yeah. So... Um, I like, I like where I'm at right now. Obviously leaving two weeks camps, probably not for another month, but I like where I'm at 27 and a half hour drive up to Chicago. <laughs> yeah. We gotta, we gotta plan out a route for that one. That one's, that's no fun. Where but, do you stop off at? Well, it, it seems to change all the time. Um, we do, we try to go, try to go straight to Montreal, the Montreal, you know, Toronto or the, the American border. It just, you know, it's it's so far that you can't really plan it because you're like, well, if I get tired, why yeah. bother? Because it's going to be three days either way. Three days, eh? Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm going to leave on a Saturday and try and get there by like a Monday afternoon. It must be nice going up there, though, having a car. It would suck to get up there and just be like, all right, I got an Uber everywhere. Yeah. You know, you got the car. Yeah. I mean, at least it gives you some freedom. And, you know, if you want to go play golf on a day off go ahead or smart man yeah and, and last year i was i was lucky i got to got to watch a little bit of tennis when it was there so you know it just kind of gives you some more freedom and um you don't want to just be in your hotel room it's gonna be it, it's tough enough mentally you know training camp so if you can get out and do some do some things for yourself or you know with the boys it's it's certainly add a bonus did you check to see if there's any preseason games with the bears I haven't actually. You know what? That's one of the things on my bucket list. I haven't been to a football game. God, I, I haven't either, but yeah. I have buddies that have gone to, especially to a Bears-Packers game in Chicago, yeah. said it was the most electric atmosphere, electric atmosphere they've ever been a part of. Yeah, I, and you know what? There's two things on my bucket list this year. It would be a Cubs game. Yes, I haven't been to a Cubs game. And uh, hopefully a playoff game. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and a Bears game. It's just, sometimes it's just tough to get out, you know, it, go for dinner and you're like well could go to the game but it's already seven o'clock and yeah gotta be up early in the morning you know what i mean so we'll see like i said bucket list thing but yeah i guess the main focus is making the team not not jumping around and yeah going to games well exactly and i mean a day off it's you know walk around the town um maybe it's a trip to lulu or something like yeah. it's, it's something very similar <laughs> or simple that uh you know just takes your brain off it it's not necessarily sometimes some guys don't like to go sit for four hours yeah that's you know what i mean so for everyone that's not in the nhl most of us and they want the experience of an nhl training camp maybe tell a little bit about you know what's day one like you check into the hotel you go to the rink you, you register and then isn't there like a fitness testing and then essentially just give the rundown of what happens from day one on yeah so i guess Day one, there's always, you know, a kind of introduction meeting. Just, you know, it's it's kind of the same stuff every year, but it, it brings everybody together, um, meet new guys, whatnot. And um, next day, uh, so day two, we'll do uh, in Chicago. I know it's a full day of fitness assessments, and, um, you know, ours is pretty extensive, which I like. I think it's good to, to know where you're at and fitness-wise. And um, day three, it's time to get on the ice. And uh, it's generally workout, 
um, and a skate. Okay. So that, you know, workout and a skate is pretty, pretty normal for training camp. Yeah. Um, now one thing that we do in Chicago, um, that's different from other teams is it's called a training camp festival. What's that? Um, so basically, uh, they fill the United Center with, um, fans like 20,000 people <laughs> 21,000 people whatever it knows no. yeah um and it's an inner squad game that's how strong the fan base is in chicago they can fill it for just an inner squad game yep. that's insane yeah it, and they have absolutely no problem filling it <laughs> you know the they have stuff going on outside there's um I'm not exactly sure what's going on outside, but a bunch of stuff. You know? <laughs> like, I've never been Bouncy there. Bouncy castles and stuff, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, though, yeah. Bouncy castles and, and whatnot. But, yeah, and then uh, people come inside, and um, I think the last two years it's been three 20-minute periods. Um, whether or not that changes this year, I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, it's like a real game. And it's, it's nice, actually. It's really good because two days later you're in a preseason game. So oh, wait, we, preseason game with, against other teams? Right, two days after this training camp festival. Oh, wow, that's quick. Yeah, yeah, two, two, three days, and you're, you've are you got to be ready to go. So who are you guys playing uh, in your games? Is, is the schedule out yet? It's out. I have not looked at it. Um, okay. Trying not to look at it too too soon. Is there a reason for that? Um, I just, you know, obviously we're getting closer, but I don't think I need to drown my brain in thinking about it it's just you don't need any more stress you already have enough yeah um you know i know what i need to do from now until september 12th and that's basically my focus but yeah i'll look at it in a couple weeks but just not right now in situations like this where you're trying to make a team do you almost have to be a little bit selfish when it comes to your play like obviously you want to make the people around you better but going into a training camp you obviously want to show off your skill set what's your mindset about going in to these situations, to these training camps, like you, you want to prove yourself. I guess the question is, yeah, do you, do you want to stand out as much as possible, or do you want to make people around you better? Because there's an argument for both sides. If you make people around you better, it's going to make you better as a person. But if you know you're not that type of player, maybe don't try to fall into that. Yeah. See, that's for me. That's always been an interesting kind of question. I don't. I personally try not to change my game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think you get to a certain level and it's not necessarily about proving your skill. It's about proving your worth. What's the difference? Um, I think, you know, everybody's skilled. Yeah. So your worth is, you know, can you penalty kill? Can you block okay. a shot? Okay. Can you, do you go to the dirty areas? You know, do you go to the front of the net? And I think that that's kind of what makes you stand out. Um, and that's my opinion. I'm sure other people have other opinions, yeah. but going into training camp, I'm like, well, you know what? Obviously, I can skate, I can pass, I can shoot, but what separates me from the pack? Yeah, because everyone at that level knows how to play hockey. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, is it penalty killing? Is it, you know, even mixing it up a little bit? Just just something that maybe your team needs. Yeah. Um, and I think the other thing too is when you go into training camp, there's a lot of you know, for instance, in certain years, there's going to be like seven guys fighting for two spots, you know, and, and you, like I said, you have to do something different. I'm not saying that, you know, there's seven guys this year, but just in general there, if there is, you've got to separate and um, doing something a little bit different um, certainly wouldn't hurt. 
it's almost reading the situation and then reacting from it. It's almost seeing what the game needs and then stepping up and being that guy. Exactly. But at the same time, you don't want to change your game. Yeah, you're right. You got to dance on that line. It's interesting. Yeah, it's a fine line for sure. Um, But you've got to know what you're capable of. And if you can provide that and know that you can provide it night in, night out, then go ahead. Go ahead and, you know, you kind of, that's your green light and maybe that's your ticket. All right, we got a couple fan questions. You game for that? (laughs) Sounds good. All right, we'll get to the lighter subject. First (laughs) question is from Billy. Took a hit at the Canada Games versus Subban's brother. What was that like? I don't know anything about that, but what? Oh, yeah, yeah. So (laughs) Canada Games, all right, so I'm going in. I think it's first or second shift. How old were you? Uh, 14. Oh, this is at the Metro Center. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So everybody, yeah, I think it was 14 or 15. So we go in, obviously, pretty good crowd in the Metro Center, really jacked up to play, get the puck dumped in the corner. All right, so I'm going to go chase it, and I see Subban. I'm like, okay, like, you know, I'm going to go get the puck. Didn't think I was going to get cranked. I got absolutely hammered. First shift, hammered. <laughs> First shift. Yeah. And, and the worst part about it is the story continues. I got cranked again by Subban like my third or fourth shift. And then I'm sitting there thinking, holy jumping, I cannot move. So anyways, long story short, we're going back to a shoulder injury. But I separated my shoulder. Supan got me twice. <laughs> it cranked me. Like, I, I've never been hit that hard. In front of friends and family. Yeah. So that was, uh, my Canada Games lasted about a total of a minute and 45 seconds on the ice. No way. Yeah. You left the game. I left the game, left oh, the tournament. <laughs> dude, I did not know that. I shouldn't have asked that question. Oh. <laughs> Billy. Coming from Billy. That's Billy's fault. Don't <laughs> Come on, Billy. You know better no, to ask that. That's a good question. No, it's uh, It's quite funny. <laughs> All right, the next one is from Ryan Langell. Uh What's the best advice you've gotten from veterans in the Chicago locker room, and what's the feeling walking into the United Center for the first time? Well, I guess we'll go with... Uh, you know, what's the feeling? First of all, it, I may be biased, but I think it's one of the best buildings in, in the NHL. You know, it's just, there's such a, you walk in, um, it's just such a buzz. You go for warm up, there's a buzz, you know, and, and I don't think that you necessarily get that everywhere. So that's, you know, it, it's super cool. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. Still like a kid in the candy shop. And, <laughs> um, you know, that's what, that's fun. Yeah. Um, as for the best advice, uh, you know, I think, gotten a lot of advice um the bit the best advice that piece of I, that i've gotten is probably just just go play and i know that that you know people say it but when you hear it from you know people who have done it who have been there so you know for instance that was jonathan taves he told me he's like just go play you know you go you go to um training camp just go play like don't play up tight because then it's it's not going to work just, just go play and i mean i know that that's very simple but when you're having fun you're playing loose yeah. that's when you're at your best and um you've just got to be able to get yourself into that mindset yeah it's a great answer just play yeah you've been playing it your whole life yeah exactly as simple as it is it it, it is the truth yeah. yeah all right and then he squeezed in a second question here i guess the, this will be the third one yeah uh your first goal was at the united center it was a or no, was it at the United Center? Uh, TD oh, second goal. Your okay. second, second goal, goal was at the United Center yeah. uh, from a pass from sad back door. Mm-hmm. How cool is it hearing Drager 
being played after the light, the lamp. Uh-huh. Chelsea Dagger. Chelsea Dagger. Dagger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know if you know, but Chelsea Dagger, they, they, every goal is this, since I've started watching the Hawks, I mean, probably 10, 12 years, every time they score, they have the same. They've had it forever. Oh, the song? The song. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. That one, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, it was kind of cool. <laughs> um, you know, honestly, when it happens, doesn't you don't hear it, but you just yeah, black out. Yeah, well, it's kind of a blackout situation, yeah. exactly. And you know, it's still only my second one, but yeah, it's cool to hear it. I mean, you, you hear it when when you're on the bench, and it's it's just something that you know you've heard all your life watching them, and uh, now you're kind of sitting on the bench, kind of weird, but yeah, you know, it's it's becoming more normal, I guess. <laughs> so, what's the atmosphere like in uh, in Rockford there? Well, what's what's the feeling there in the room? Professional organization, first class. It is, yeah. yeah, and and the Hawks really look after us. Um, you know, it, arguably one of the best. I I would say from you know being there, arguably one of the best in the AHL. Um, you know, they they just look after you. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, and it's funny. Our team in Rockford, um, our coaches have done a really good job over the over the two years that I've been there of keeping it loose. Um, we probably have the most fun in the AHL. <laughs> and I mean that like we could be, you know, we could lose seven, one the night before go to practice and everybody's obviously it sucked. Yeah. But everybody comes to the rink and has fun. And, um, are we serious? Absolutely. We're serious, but we want to create a environment where you're having fun, enjoying hockey. And that's key to success. You know, if you're having fun, you're playing better. You don't want to be gripping the stick. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what we, I guess, preach down there, especially especially as leaders. You know, let's come to the work, rink, work hard, have fun. Um, and I think that that's what gives us the best chance to be successful. That's what you want, is to go to the rink and have fun. Yeah, you go to the rink, have fun. You're, you're going to get better if you're having fun. Um, you know, obviously, there's time to be serious and there's time to, you know, lock it in. But for the most part... It's got to be light. Yeah. Um, and that's just, it's kind of unique. And I don't know if it's because we're so young. Yeah. Um, and the two years that I've been there, we've had nothing but young guys. Yeah. You know, a couple of veterans, but they like to have fun too. So, you know, why change? So what are you doing this year when you're injured for like showing up to the rink? Are you just showing up and jumping on the bike? Are you showing up? Are you in the room? Because an injured guy on a team has a different role when it comes to the whole the team environment. So where did you see yourself this year before you started playing? Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting because like my days would start at like 7 a.m. and I'd be in physio. <laughs> so then I, I would still get to the rink before everybody. So I'll physio from like 7 to 7.45 and get to the rink at 8. I wouldn't see anybody because they don't get there till eight thirty, eight forty-five. Why so early though? Because I've got s- rehab. <laughs> like wow. I, I would rehab from like seven in the morning to I probably wouldn't get home till about one thirty. Um, so you just be at the rink. Like physio was at the rink. Physio was at a separate location. Okay. Then I drive down, be at the rink by like eight o'clock, and um, do all my rehab, workout, bike, um, massage. Um, stretching. Yeah. I mean, but it comes long days, but you know, I I didn't really see anybody. (laughs) They'd come off the ice. Hi, how you doing? 
yeah good, good to see you guys how was practice <laughs> i mean i didn't see any practice and that was kind of tough it was it was tough from the standpoint of not necessarily being part of the group but they did a great job of you know keeping me part of the group and you know i tried to give some feedback if i could and um you know do as much as you can and yeah. there's no point in me walking around being being miserable um so that was another thing like come to the rink be happy you know do my thing work hard and uh, try and try and keep everybody upbeat even when we did go through some tough times um as a as a team this year kind of after christmas how do you keep that routine fresh like if it's repetitive you're doing the same thing for i don't yeah. know how many months you said how do you how do you keep that routine fresh and make you i know it's tough to want to go to physio every day but yeah. there must be something in the back of your head thinking okay i'm going to kind of switch up the routine or, or do you just keep it the same well so for me i always kept in my mind that if we're going to make playoffs, I'm going to play. So did I change the routine? Maybe not. Um, I stuck with it. But the big thing for me was, look, I'm going to play in playoffs when we get there. So I just have to grind this out. And it was just a complete grind. Cause there was days where I'd be like, Oh gee, you know, alarm goes off at six 30, like <laughs> shit. <laughs> like I, I, I don't want to get up, but I mean, it's just like anything, but, um, they're just long days. You, yeah. know, you, you come home from the rink, and I'm like, well, nap time. And then it's dinner. And then you're back to sleep. So, um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't. The other thing, too, is like there's so many goals in reha rehabilitation. You know, so one day it was like, okay, I want to be able to get to 90 degrees, you know, external rotation. Or, sorry, 45 degrees external rotation. Okay, well, let's, you know... So it's little increments and little goals. And I don't know if that gives you a whole picture of it, but you just have to continue to see progress. And that for me was the biggest thing. Um, you said when you go home, who are you living with at the time? Were you got teammates on the, you live roommates? Yeah, I had, uh, I had two roommates this year. So Darren Radish, um, he actually got traded, uh, start of March, I think. To who? uh to new york to okay. the rangers yeah, yeah. so um that was kind of kind of sad he's yeah. one of my best friends so it was uh that was tough you know you never want to see your your buddy get traded but yeah. happy for him you know he's in a good situation and um whatnot my other roommate was luke johnson um he started the year in chicago and then um came down to rockford and um we had, we had a great time <laughs> who cooks in the who cooks in the relationship oh gee yeah see this is where it gets tricky i would say i would i did did you but well, here's the thing. I'm like, well, the boys boys worked hard today. <laughs> yeah, it's, you got the time. Uh, I have nothing else to do. I guess I'll cook. In all in all uh, reality, I, I just like cooking. But you know, that's kind of the way we looked at it. What's your go to meal? Oh, uh, go to. I'm I'm a big stir fry guy. Oh yeah, that's fair. So you know, whether it's rice or or noodles, it's always chicken though. I like a I like a chicken stir fry and. Um, you know, keep it kind of simple, but you know, sometimes some nights we went crazy. Where's in Rockford? They got good restaurants out there. There's like three or four spots that are top notch. Yeah. Um, and we wear them out. <laughs> they just but, know you're coming like well, pregame, you know, at Sunday night, like we'll play like a four o'clock game on Sunday. We'll get off the ice. Somebody, whoever's first undressed, will call green fire and say, Hey, 25 guys are coming over. <laughs> Plus, like, girlfriends, wives. So can we have this 
the private room and they always have it ready for us because they, they they know um <laughs> that's the best part about hockey man just yeah. chilling with the boys eating food yeah i well, love it and you know what it's not e- not even like we're gonna go out or anything we just go have dinner and you know next thing you know it, it's 10 o'clock and you're like well may as well go to bed you know because there's not a whole lot to do yeah um but yeah the, there's always stuff going on the boys have fun and you know sometimes there's poker nights too and we'll uh Try and keep it interesting. You got to. Yeah. Do you ever go on the road with the boys this year? I did. Um, so in Rockford, we're like an hour from Chicago, an hour from Milwaukee. Oh, are you? Yeah. So we. That's did. great for other sporting events. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. You know, I've caught a couple college games and yeah. college basketball games. Marquette's in uh, Milwaukee. So sick. But yeah, so I, I would do a couple of those, um, and then at towards the end of the year when I was getting closer to playing. Um, they took me to Manitoba to Winnipeg, sorry, and um, that was nice. That was that was the best. Like that, I was I was so excited. Was Why? Like, like no offense, but like going to Manitoba, like people aren't really excited. Why were you just pumped? I just, I just wanted to get on the road with the boys. I yeah. was so excited. I was like, <laughs> okay, we got we got two games here. You know, I'm gonna take morning skate first time in you know months. Gonna work out, which you know didn't exactly have me fired up but then you watch the game i i i can't i do not like sitting on the couch watching my team play yeah you know obviously you don't like sitting in the stands either but it's so much better and you can see so much more so you know sitting in the press box even had me excited in winnipeg i just love love watching the game like yeah so um yeah that was really nice when they took me and um you know got to know some of the newer guys Newer guys. Oh, was this after the trade deadline? It was, yeah. So we had a we had a little bit of movement, and we had some college guys come um, when they finished their season. They came down, and um, it was it, like I said, it was just nice to be away with the boys and um, you know do the regular things, go out to dinner the night before, morning skate, like I said, and just getting a routine that um, you know I've kind of been missing. Yeah. Well, it's nice to get out of the routine of just going and doing something the same and then going up to Manitoba, even though going to Manitoba doesn't sound like a whole lot of fun. Just yeah. saying, yeah, you know what? I'm going to Manitoba and I can't wait. That's uh, Well, and, and the other thing, too, is like, yeah, I'm going away with the boys, but I also get to see a couple of my buddies like they play for Manitoba. So oh, yeah. That, that was fun. Uh, Logan Shaw. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Uh, Luke Green as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of nice. And it, it, it's just, you know, just being on the road is obviously when you're playing, being on the road isn't as much fun. Yeah, but I was just so fired up. Did you think you learned anything this year from watching a lot of hockey up in the press box? A lot of people say when you're up in the press box and yeah. you get that view of the ice, you you learn a lot more about the game. Do you think you learned anything at all? I do. Yeah, I do. I think that honestly, in the long run, this will help me. Yeah. Um, obviously, nobody wants to be injured, no. <laughs> um, but I can now sit there and say that I might be able to pick apart a game a little bit easier. So, for instance, say we had a tough first period, like my line mates and I, and maybe I can pick up on things quicker. So I'm like, okay, we can make this adjustment instead of doing this. For me, I think that that down the road is going to be really helpful. Yeah. Um, did I ne- necessarily learn about the game? Maybe, maybe not, <laughs> but I learned adjustments. Okay, you, I see what you're you saying. You know what I mean? Like yeah, there's yeah, a little yeah. bit of a difference between the two and uh well i guess there's not a whole lot of difference but yeah 
um, I think I think it's going to pay off. Absolutely. Yeah, it's an interesting perspective. Like you know, you look at the injury. Obviously, you're a little pissed off, but yeah. you look at it now. It's like okay, you're healthy, best shape of your life. Shoulders 100%. You have a little bit more of perspective on the game. Yeah. You know, if you take all those things into consideration and then you bundle them up to right now, you're going to Chicago in two weeks. I don't know. Just in the back of my head, I'm thinking you. Yeah, that's a. I'm not saying it's helped you, but it, it's definitely there's something there that's. I think that's going to push you towards something better. That's just my thought process. I don't know. Well, a little I, rest never hurts either. No, you know? and, and you know what? I, I agree with you. Obviously, you never want to throw throw away a season, but you also have to look at it from a positive uh, perspective because if you're going to be negative, then yeah, what like you're not getting yourself anywhere. So for me, like I said, feel good about my game. Feel healthy. Um, you know, did I learn some stuff last year? Absolutely sat on the couch for for two months you know if i can get through that i can get through just about anything so things are looking up um obviously season's a different animal but uh i'm excited about getting back to being who i am yeah and back doing, to the hockey hockey match yeah yeah and yeah. doing what i love and um you know it's been a long long year so we're looking forward to looking forward to training camp obviously couple of weeks but well i was gonna ask you at the jordan boyd you said that you were up in chicago for a little bit what were you doing up there i just went up for a week uh just to train um i thought that it was kind of a good thing for me to go up there gauge where i'm at yeah um so train with the boys um so oh, you went on the ice and skate as yeah. well yeah so it was it was a good like measuring stick um i came back and you know felt pretty good about my work and i was like okay well i'm close but let's work on this let's work on that and um that was a great week you know there's five or six guys there what guys are up there uh taves oh you were skating with taves yeah dude yeah and uh connor murphy to um strom yeah so it was a good group that's unreal yeah, it was a real good group and um the skates had some other nhl players as well uh vinnie hinnestroza who plays in arizona uh, jt comfer and so the skates were really good i thought it was i thought it was great for me to go there see where I'm at and yes. I took it kind of home and um now that I'm able to skate with Sid and Nate you know that's uh Dude. that's been great as well so it, it's kind of all coming together and I feel like um starting to put the pieces together what's Johnny T like as a guy <laughs> you know he just uh, three cups under his belt yeah. arguably some would say the king of Chicago not the, you know that's a little far-fetched but you know what I mean the guys <laughs> yeah, yeah. he can do whatever he wants in that city well, what's he like as a guy is he a jokester in the room is, is he quiet what is he what's he like he's just the nicest guy honestly. just a nice guy yeah. eh? just like, play yeah. hockey yeah I mean he just loves coming to the rink working hard and um you know playing the game that we all love it's it it's you know he's it's kind of crazy because you go into the situation you idolize these guys and then you're like they're just normal guys you know they love playing the game and um he's no he's no different he's a great guy and um you know enjoy being around those guys that make you better i remember you said that when you got called up for the first time i didn't didn't you say you were sitting next to kane in the room yeah you were like sitting next to kane i remember i asked you i was like oh, so it was training camp actually training camp yeah my first training camp yeah and then i asked you, i was like so like what's it like in the room with those guys and he's like you, i remember you said you know you're a little nervous before but then once you get there you just realize they're just guys that are good at hockey there's nothing different they're just they're guys that are there to play yeah. some hockey exactly and i mean i think you know growing up everybody puts people on a pedestal definitely and rightfully so you know these guys are the best players in the world but at the end of the day they're just people and they're the you know good people that work hard and are good at their craft and and love winning and um 
you know, so you have a lot in common with them because everybody wants to win and um, everybody likes what they're doing. Yeah. Is it nice to know that when you go on the ice and skate with them that you're up to their caliber and you're able to, to keep pace with them and you're able to build chemistry with them knowing that in the future these guys could be the teammates of yours? Is that a good feeling and a confidence builder, I guess, going into camp? That's, that's what I was saying to um, – who was it? Yeah, it was Ethan yesterday. He went to BU for a week just to yeah. get on the ice and go to school and meet his teachers, meet his coaches, meet yeah. some teammates. And he's like, it's such a great confidence builder because when I go there in two weeks – I'm just going to have no problem. I'm just going to go into a motion that I already know. So the fact that you went to Chicago, do you feel a little bit, you know, I don't know less nervous, not nervous, but, you know, camp's a little nervous, but yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you feel a little bit more comfortable going into Chicago in two weeks? Yeah, I think so. Um, that was another reason why I went up there. Obviously, I wanted to get up there, um, train with them, see what they were doing, but also just to feel comfortable in the situation Yeah. Um, and, you know, know the daily routines and, uh, just because I haven't done it for a year and a half. Like, I haven't been in – I mean, yes, I did training camp last year, but I didn't get a chance to play up top last year. So, you know, to kind of refresh my memory, to, you know, be around these guys was just – it was nice. And comfort level more than uh, more than confidence. Yeah. But it, it, they, they kind of go hand in hand. What's the routine – what's the difference of a routine from the AHL to the NHL? Same routine? Different? Yeah. He, pretty close mm-hmm. um you know you, different coaches have different things but uh they're, they're pretty much the same you know yeah. get to the rink around the same time most likely you work out before or after it, it's all pretty much the same but um you know it, it's again it's just being comfortable in what they want and expect out of you what do you think the biggest step is to making it to the nhl a lot of guys have a lot uh, a big different answer some guys say it's um repetition the more reps you get the more you're on the ice the better you get some guys say it's uh i had another great answer from someone this year someone said it was comfortable with your line mates and getting chemistry with people some said it was opportunity that you need people to get hurt in order for you to go up to get your your chance yeah i got a bunch of answers this summer what's yours well what do you think that that difference is yeah again that's a it's a tough question i think that for me, it's all about being comfortable in the situation, you know, uh, not necessarily, um, you know, just knowing that you're part of this, Yeah. you know, just feeling like you're included, um, just kind of along those lines. I think that, you know, everybody can play. So if you feel comfortable that you can go out and perform, that to me gives you the best opportunity of, of, of sticking. And it's exciting knowing that that opportunity is right in front of you. Like, exactly. How can you not just yeah. be a little kid right now knowing that that is, you just got to go and grab it? Yeah. And that, and that, and ultimately, if you go in, obviously you go in mature, but you know if you go in like a kid and have fun, then your your chances go way up. Well, just like what Johnny T said. Yeah. Just go and have fun, play just hockey. Go play. Yeah. So yeah. these next two weeks, what's on the what's on the agenda? Is it still getting on the ice or is it resting? Uh, I yeah. remember Conor McGregor before he fought that big fight against Floyd Mayweather. He's just like, you know, two weeks before, you don't really train hard. You just kind of relax, make sure your body's in great shape. You, yeah. you don't push yourself too hard. So what's your what's the regimen right now for you? Yeah, um, kind of wrestling with that a little bit just because I put in so much work over the last, you know, five, six months. So I think for me this year is, um, I know next year, or next, sorry, next week, uh, training's going to go down a little bit. Um you know, make sure that I'm really, really ready for skates, prioritize skates and 
um, get on the ice a little bit more and, um, you know, just feel rested. You know, it's a long summer and I've had a long rehab. So to make sure that I'm getting my rest, you know, can I get my nine, 10 hours and nine, you go nine, 10 hours, eh? Well, I try I don't, but man, <laughs> that's I'm tell- the goal. Man. I'm telling you, sleep's a big, yeah. there's a, who was it? I was, I was reading or not reading. I don't read. I read, but I was watching <laughs> a, a YouTube video. I was watching a, a YouTube video of Usain Bolt's trainer. Yeah. And apparently he said that Usain sleeps like 12 hours a day. Yeah. And it was the same thing with Roger Federer. And there's a rumor that before Usain Bolt went out and beat the world record for the fastest sprint, I don't know what the distance is. Okay. He was taking a nap 30 minutes before that race. He had a 30-minute power nap before he went That's out and did it. And this guy's philosophy on sleep was... If you get enough rest, it can almost turn you into a, a, a super athlete. They're, they're saying yeah. there, there's tons of studies in sleep and, and chemicals that are put out into your body after you wake up from a nap. Maybe that's why hockey players or most professional athletes love Take that 2 o'clock nap. Yeah, quick 30 minutes. But I'm telling you, man, if you get those hours in, <laughs> yeah. poof, all the power to you. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I, I don't sleep a whole lot, but my goal every night is 9, 10 hours. Realistically, get 8.5. Yeah. Which, which I mean, is sufficient for me. I just don't necessarily, um, you know, get to where I want to be. But uh, like you said, I think sleep, especially over my next two, two to three weeks, is going to be very important. And um, got to make sure we get it. Do you sleep well in hotels? No, not at all. <laughs> and you're in a hotel up in Chicago? Yeah, training camp's tough for, for sleep. Um, <laughs> I just don't like changing environments. Some people can sleep wherever. You know, I, I don't really sleep on a plane. I don't really sleep. You no. know, I, I like my own bed. I have to have a certain bed or I wake up and oh my God. It's like a thousand quilt count. What's it called with the sheets? The the nice quilt. You like, you like the you like the good stuff? The bamboo sheets. Bamboo sheets, yeah. <laughs> I wish I had those. <laughs> no, you know, for me, like if, if I have a soft bed, like I, it sounds bad, but you know, a soft bed will ruin my back. Like I just wake up and I'm like, I can't move. But, you like a hard bed? Yeah. Yeah, really big time yeah so my bed um at my place right now is quite hard <laughs> wow yeah you don't like the memory foam oh no, dude memory foam i can't I, see that's a thing if i have memory foam i'm i will not be able to move the next day <laughs> oh because your body just sinks into it yeah. you become like a coma yeah. i get it i yeah. get it yeah and wake up back sore and, and whatever <laughs> so but no um yeah just some sleep, some rest, good nutrition, and uh, you know, most of all, get to spend some time with family, friends, and um, you know, get the mind right before before heading out. Yeah, man, that's good. Sounds like you're in tip-top shape. Sounds like everything's good. You honestly yeah. sound like a kid who's 18 years old who's getting ready to turn 19 that wants to go to the bars. Like you just want to <laughs> get there. You just like can't yeah. wait. You just want to get to camp. You just yeah. you can't wait. It, it's been it, too long. Like I yeah, and you know what? It's. Uh, I enjoy the process of getting better. Yeah. But I'm to the point where I'm like, okay, let's test ourselves now. Yeah. And um, I, I just, I just really looking forward to it. Awesome, man. Well, hey, I appreciate you coming on. I know you're busy in these summers. So the fact that you took time out of your day, I yeah. appreciate it. No, no, my pleasure. I mean, uh, it's great talking to you guys. And, and, and uh, you know, we see you around, especially at the Jordan Boy. That was great what you guys did. Oh, so. it was awesome. I love yeah. that tournament. Yeah. It was just great fun. seeing everyone in one, like, like whenever we do the podcast, like everyone's just there. It's yeah. just great to kind of see everyone. Yeah. I mean, everybody's there. So you don't miss anybody and you get to catch up and whatever. So. I remember I was talking to Shaw and he was like, uh, when we train all the time, we don't really have fun. It's like, it's work. Yeah. 
Yep. It's like as much as people think it's great to go skate with Sid and all these boys, like it's work and it sucks sometimes. And he's like, when you get to come out here and have fun and just shoot the shit all day, he's like, it's it's a nice yeah. relief, I guess. Well, nobody cares if you don't miss a or if you miss a pass. Yeah, or if you're missing <laughs> that. Yeah, so <laughs> no, that that's a great weekend, and uh, glad that uh, I could have been a part of it. So awesome. Well, we, we might be coming up to Chicago. You never know. Yeah, we might be going up to New York, time. and we might make the trip up. So yeah, for sure. No, it'd be great to have you guys in town, and um, if you are, let me know some deep dish pizza or something like that we'll go well, get you some. guys gotta test it out yeah and yeah. dudes wants to i don't really care for it but we'll <laughs> see all right uh everyone listening thank you very much for tuning in make sure to go to all of our social media outlets like subscribe comment youtube facebook itunes soundcloud twitter i think i got them all thanks again matt thanks for coming on buddy Freedom fighter